So I heard the stock market was down. Can't be that bad, right? Alright guys, so today's episode is gonna be a pretty interesting one. The stock market is down today, so first let's find out why. Next, let's also talk about some ideas we can do to kind of mitigate this drop. What are some of the next steps we can take as investors? If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and stay tuned where I live stream here on YouTube taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. Alright, so now let's all right, so like I mentioned, today we're gonna talk about this overall bath, red bath that we're taking here as investors. And let's find out why. First thing, Treasury Secretary Yellen says rates may have to rise somewhat to keep economy from overheating. The actual quote was it may be the interest rates will have to rise somewhat to make sure that our economy doesn't overheat. Yellen said this during an economic seminar presented by The Atlantic. What I do want to say, though, is first off, Treasury Secretary Yellen has no power in raising rates, right? The second thing is we have been hearing feds mention that at the moment they have no intentions of raising them either. But at the same time, maybe some form of political push can change the overall decision right i don't know how much that could impact but it has investors spooked out the other thing right is a lot of big players a lot of big people in the industry are just kind of using this as a headline right now and it's really really driving stock prices down right we see the share russell 2000 right now is down it's down 1.6 percent qq's q's are down about 2.6 the s p 500 is down about 1.3 percent as well and i'm pretty sure if we take a look at the overall map it, it just seems red all around right even some of the big players are, are down this is definitely taking a big hit what can we see green right now right now the only things we're really seeing green are the healthcare. we're seeing the banks also being green energy household personnel industrials are, are mainly the only things green but everything from tech even the big players from tech communication consumer cyclicals are big red right now all right so for this episode now that we understand what happened i kind of want to explain i want to share six ways that we can kind of work around it each way might work for one person and it might not work for someone else and the reason that's the case is remember every investor is different we all have a different financial status maybe some of us have a very very high paying job while some of us are making a modest living maybe some of us have a high amount of debt while others don't have high debt um maybe someone's some of us have a future plan of buying a house in the next few few years where others have no intentions of making any big purchases so that's why it's always important to understand that even though there's investors that invest in a similar style like you it doesn't mean that they have the same plan as you that they are in the same place at you as you right so it's always everybody might have a different reaction to this so let me share those six things we can do the first thing and i want to say this is probably my least favorite thing and it's stop investing right maybe some people might just want to say hey right now market is a little too choppy for my taste let me stop investing and let me wait until things are good to me this is probably my least favorite method and the reason it's my least favorite method is because hey if when things are looking good again it might have been too late you might have missed a nice rally you might have missed so much so that's the method i don't enjoy and let me just put in perspective me i am financially stable 
no intentions of making any big purchases. I just have my debt, my, my simple mortgage and car payment. So I nothing crazy happening in my financial life. Um, so maybe that for me doesn't seem like the right move. To me, the second step is almost as dumb to me as the first step. Sell all, all your growth stocks and buy value stocks, right? Again, maybe this might work for someone. For me, I don't want to do this, right? I wouldn't want to sell all my growth stocks. I am happy with the stocks I'm owning right now. I understood the risk getting into these growth stocks, right? Volatility is going to take a big hit. And let me say this, value stocks, when I talk about value stocks, I don't mean like boring companies. Not all all value stocks are boring companies. I do have a few value plays. For example, I might have like Microsoft in my portfolio. I might have Disney in my portfolio. These are big companies producing money um, right now and they're doing fine. I have Google, I have Facebook. Let me just say value stocks doesn't mean boring stocks, but I personally won't sell my growth stocks to enter more of those. And another thing, growth stocks doesn't mean speculative play. There's a difference between a speculative stock and a growth stock. Most of my portfolio, I want to say, is growth stocks, very, very little speculative plays. Um, so that's the second thing, right? Sell off all your growth stocks and go buy some heavy, some heavy value stocks that tend to do well during high interest rates, right? So that's the other thing. The third thing one can do, and this is probably, I want to say now things are starting to get a little, a little somewhat smart, Uh, maybe sell a small position of your growth stocks and buy, use that position to buy some growth, some value stocks, right? Now this is, it all depends on how you are emotionally as an investor. Maybe you feel you might be a bit too over, overexposed to growth stocks and instead of having hard time sleeping at night instead of worrying maybe selling a small position of that growth stock until until that risk tolerance drops down to what you feel comfortable with then and and get into some value stock so that's number three number four i want to say this is probably my favorite out of them all and if you are like me right i invest on a weekly basis so every single week i put money to work um, especially some, sometimes it might be a very low amount. Sometimes it might be a nice amount. Again, it's all perspective depending on the individual. Um, so right now, while I am investing weekly, I might do like half of, my, of that investment I might use to buy growth stocks, maybe another half to buy some nice value stocks. And again, remember, value stocks doesn't mean boring stocks. There's plenty of good value stocks in the tech game. I've done plenty of videos and I have a few in my portfolio. Next, there's I think I said six reasons at the beginning of this video, but there's actually only five. The fifth reason is do nothing at all. If you are heavy in growth stocks, if you're heavy in speculative play and you're down big right now and you're my emotionally, you are prepared for this. Maybe doing nothing might be the best move for you. The only thing I would say is sometimes you could be right about your decision and it's not about being right or wrong, but it's more being right or more being of how long or how, how long can your emotions take this drop? Like uh, if the market continues to drop for six months, let's say, for example, on heavy growth stocks and heavy speculative play, are you still going to be emotionally prepared? Um, so doing nothing can be great if you really are emotionally prepared for this type of risk. But you have to remember that even if you are right, even if these stocks are going to do amazing in the long term, can you really, really handle the amount of volatility they could bring in the next few in the next few quarters and maybe even the next few years? Who knows? Right. Like I mentioned, for me, 
I have no intentions of selling any of my growth stocks right now to buy value stocks or him. But what I am going to do is with my weekly investments, I might move some into growth stocks and I might move some into some of those value plays. And like I always say, one of the strongest thing and investors can develop in this investing style is your emotions, understanding your risk tolerance. Once you understand that, it allows you to sleep really well at night. It allows you to be very confident in the market you're in because once you know you're not overstretched and you're financially fine with how you're investing, that is a whole game changer. Like I said, I mean, obviously at the intro of this video, I made it seem like I was super worried that my stocks were down. In all honesty, I'm gonna sleep fine tonight. If the stock market continues to drop like this tomorrow, the day after, the day after, I'm sleeping just fine. And that's because I am emotionally prepared. I have also prepared myself financially outside of the stocks. And I think every investor needs to get to that point. So when things like this happen, it's just noise. It's really just noise because these are in companies that we're investing that are growing and we did our research, right? We've done the research. We understand why we invested in them. And that's why to me, just noise. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And I'm sorry if you guys, if for those in the live stream, I did not eat the Lucky Charms, and I think that's what happened today. I did not eat the Lucky Charms. If you guys weren't on the live stream, I don't think you'll get that. But take care, guys. Have a good night, and see you next time.